0: Welcome, welcome to Laughter on Tap. This is the fourteenth episode. Sorry. (laughs) Welcome to Laughter on Tap. This is the 13th episode, and I am delighted to welcome Sophie Duffy today. Welcome, Sophie.
1: Thank you for having me. (laughs) And this
0: is quite an exciting moment because this is the first in person recording of Laughter on Tap. We are sitting in a games room in Somerset. And Sophie's only just told me we're in Somerset. I thought we were in Devon. We're very close to Devon.
1: On the edge of Exmoor. So it does have a bit of Devon in it, but this yes. is definitely Somerset.
0: <laughs> I did not know that.
1: <laughs> it's
0: only my fourth year being here. <laughs> so, Sophie, you are a writer. You write novels. You live on the Wirral. You live on the Wirral. I'll say that a few times so that it sounds natural. You live on the Wirral. On the Wirral, <laughs> near Liverpool. You
1: near can Liverpool. Just say that yes, you live near <laughs> Liverpool.
0: So tell us first of all about your writing. What sort of writing do you do?
1: Well, I write novels about families and usually dysfunctional families and their relationships. And these families are not necessarily um, blood families, but people that surround you and bring you up and affect your life and everything. So that's what interests me.
0: That's lovely. Yeah. And one of your most recent novels is called Betsy and Lilibet.
1: Right. It's um, the story of two women born on the same day. And one is the queen and the other one is Betsy Sunshine, who's a funeral director. It's a bit more upbeat than it sounds, although it does span sort of 90 years.
0: Brilliant. And that's sort of very appropriate at the moment, isn't it? Because the Sussex's new baby is called Lilibet, I think. Yes,
1: I was delighted by that because I was able to tweet all about it and get a plug in for my book. But yes, it is. um, It was the nickname the Queen had from, I think it was her sister, couldn't pronounce her name, and they all call her Lilibet.
0: That's brilliant. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. And that nicely segues into death. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So there's a funeral director in your book, and I think you do have a little bit of a fascination with death. So tell us about the book that you're working on next.
1: Okay. Well, I'm having a bit of a departure into nonfiction and I'm writing, uh, my working title is A Dictionary of Death. I'm going (laughs) to go through the alphabet writing uh, anything and everything to do with death and dying, um, from arsenic to Zoroastrianism. <laughs> yeah, so it, and, and it's going to be part memoirs because I've had quite a lot of loss in my life. But it's, again, more upbeat than it sounds. Yes. It's to be a celebration of life.
0: Yes nice interesting and you have faced your own mortality a little bit in the last year or so tell us about that.
1: Yeah well about this time last year I found a lump in my breast and found out that it was cancer so I had surgery last August and then treatment which finished in March this year so I never thought I was going to die but I mean there, you know My prognosis isn't brilliant, but it's I'm still here.
0: Mm, That's great, yeah. Well, great, you're still here. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, that must have been not particularly a funny time, which brings us to laughter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how important is laughter to you? Did laughter have any part in your processing all of that stuff?
1: Definitely. I mean, I've always... Um, loved comedy, so I've loved sitcoms from being a child. You know, like the Life Birds and the Good Life, all of that, the goodies. And I've always just, yeah, I suppose it's been escapism. And um, so, really, thank God for iPlayer and Netflix because I watched an awful lot of comedies while I was feeling ill from chemo. My partner is also very funny, so he, he thinks he is. <laughs> no, he is funny, so that that kind of kept me. Going Yes.
0: Yeah, oh, that's that's great. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think I've laughed a few times with you, so I know you have got definitely a, a good sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell us about your actual laugh. So, you know, what, what happens when you laugh? Uh, what is your laugh like?
1: Okay, well, I do have quite a selection. I have the giggle, which is just a sort of quiet... <laughs> sort of thing and then I have the ha! thing, which is when, which is, can be inappropriate it can be when somebody says something and it's not actually funny but I think yes. it's funny and that can be embarrassing and then I have the one that is like Sid James yeah. <laughs> quite
0: sort of chesty yeah, yes and
1: I end up coughing and spluttering and stuff <laughs> that. and then I've got the really the uncontrollable one where I'm likely to slightly uh being continent. <laughs> <laughs> I am hungry children, so you know. Oh so. yes, yeah. <laughs> don't too much information, but I think some people will know what I'm talking about.
0: Yes, yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't. Uh. <laughs> I'm
1: just continent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um do you ever um fake laugh
1: well no i'm not very good at that if if somebody thinks they're funny and they're not <laughs> i wouldn't fake laugh but i would probably laugh at the situation in general yes so i'd be probably be laughing at them rather than with them which yeah. is a bit mean but no no, no that's that.
0: brilliant i think whatever works is is great <laughs> so let's talk about your fascination with death. Why do you think you find that a subject to laugh about?
1: (laughs) Well, I think it's the last taboo in our society, really. And um, I can't help but laugh at taboo things because it's that naughty bit of me. Um, And, you know, there's graveyard humour. It goes right Mm. back, doesn't it, to uh, Shakespeare and whoever else. And I think having interviewed funeral directors... A lot of them Mm. use that humour to Mm. cope as a coping method.
0: Yes, yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Death is part of life, and I think we do need to talk about it more. Mm. And even in the depths of grief, you still laugh, and Mm. that is quite a gift. Yes,
0: it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quite a few people I've spoken to have actually said they laugh at funerals or they laugh at at death, and yet... there has been that feeling they don't want to mention it on this podcast because it feels inappropriate. And that's quite an interesting point, isn't
1: it? It is. It does. It can feel inappropriate or irreverent or whatever, but it is an emotion. It's a release of, you know, it is connected to crying in that sense. But I think it's better to laugh than cry. Yes. Because it uplifts you. And yeah, even when you've lost somebody important to you, Okay, it can be tragic, but you can still not have a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, it's, it's well, I don't know. It's just yeah, no, it's good. Spirits. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's really great. <laughs> um, okay, so can we talk about the triggers? Um, so, what do you think triggers you to laugh? What sort of things?
1: Well, it can be it can be anything really. I think awkward situations. I have that thing where I will laugh. <laughs> like that and just <laughs> embarrass myself because nobody else is laughing um oh actually John one of the funniest things <laughs> happened just in front of us in this game through when you were playing tape pong and you laughed so much you nearly broke the tape <laughs> that was oh that was brilliant so silly things like <laughs> yes well that was yeah. a few years ago yeah <laughs>
0: That's great. Yeah. Um, And what about comedy? So what sort of comedy would you choose that you know
1: will make you laugh? Um, The ones I will go back to time and time again at the moment is This Country, which is set in the Cotswolds. And (laughs) being a West Country girl, I just could completely relate to this brother and sister who have always lived in a village and they don't really have any prospects. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I, it's so recognisable and just the lines are brilliant. Yeah, and so
0: well observed. Yeah yeah. 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 Oh, that's really great. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I find that very funny yes. as well.
1: What do you think
0: about people who don't laugh?
1: <laughs> yeah, I struggle to form relationships with people who don't have a sense of humour and when I did my MA like years ago, I did it by distance learning, and there were people from all over the world. And there was an American woman, and she didn't get irony at all. And she admitted that she <laughs> didn't get irony. But then um, I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> at her. And actually, since then we've did become quite good friends, and um, which surprised me because I thought I would say, you know, I shouldn't judge people by that, really. No, <laughs> <laughs> I do.
0: great Uh, that's very interesting and just thinking about times that you've actually laughed can you tell us about any moments where you've laughed and you've remembered it or it was significant maybe even important
1: well yeah I'm thinking of when I was a child I was extremely shy and quiet but I was also a bit of a swat as well but my best friend used to make me laugh so much that I would I would giggle and it would be so, I, I couldn't, literally couldn't stop laughing. And, and I remember that feeling of not being able to catch my breath, trying not to laugh so I didn't get in <laughs> trouble. And it, that made it even funnier. And then we became nicknamed by the schoolers giggle and squeak for some reason. But that, yeah, so I think that was from a very young age, I realised that laughter, perhaps that's how I could express myself because I was too shy to speak to anyone.
0: Wow, that's interesting. So yeah, laughter <laughs> is the language that you're most familiar with.
1: Definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I have not really thought of it like that. But yeah, that's true.
0: That's really nice. And just going back to your earlier comment about finding it difficult to form relationships with people with no sense of humour. Yeah. What do you think it is about laughter or humour that affects a relationship or strengthens connections?
1: Well, that's a good question. I think that um, it can just make you bond immediately. Like, I think we bonded through laughter probably that first time you <laughs> fell on the ping pong <laughs> table. But it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It just transcends everything else. I
0: <laughs> this is the advantage of in-person recording that people walk in and say hello that was that was a very nice <laughs> interjection it there was, yes. um so sorry what were you saying Sophie about um I don't know what we were saying but it was something about relationships oh, and yes, why it's about, important
1: yeah and how it's much easier to form a bond if you can laugh even if it's over nothing or over something that is actually funny. Um yeah, I th- I think when I don't have that with someone it is more strained and I feel more shy, I suppose. I go back to being that shy child again.
0: Wow, how lovely. Yes, yeah, so that's really really interesting. Thank you. Okay, well I think that's pretty much most of it. And what I did want to ask you was is there anything else that you'd like to say about laughter?
1: I think it's the best thing in the world and I'm glad that I am able to laugh at anything, including myself.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sophie, for being with us and your book. Your book, <laughs> Betsy and Lily is available from all good booksellers. It
1: is. Yes. <laughs> Thank you,
0: Sophie. Let's go out on a laugh if we possibly
1: can. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, got the snow. <laughs> <got the> <laughs>
0: listening to laughter on tap and don't forget to press the subscribe button most importantly keep laughing